I'm very pleased to be able to talk about capital allocation in the new normal. You know, South 32 is a portfolio in transition, and I'll talk a little bit about that. So I think capital allocation is something that we kind of apply our minds very deeply to, and, and hopefully the message I can share with you today will be something that will resonate with you. We are actively reshaping and improving our portfolio by embedding high-quality growth options with a bias to base metals. And that's where we expect to see growth as the world transitions to a lower carbon economy. We are building our pipeline of development options by partnering with companies and funding early stage greenfield exploration opportunities in base metals. And we have invested 15 million US dollars during the FY20 financial year. This is in line with our belief that value is best created through the drill bit. And our industry, as was mentioned very early by Bernard, is littered with failed M&A transactions. So we really think that that's an opportunity to differentiate our proposition. We are also on a pathway to exiting our lower returning businesses, including our energy coal and manganese alloys business. And that was obviously topical earlier today as well. Sale of our South Africa energy coal business to Ceridi Resources is on track for completion, subject to the satisfaction of a number of material conditions, which we're in the midst of concluding. Completion of this transaction will be an important milestone for the South 32 business, as it will substantially reduce our capital intensity, strengthen our balance sheet, and improve the group's operating margins. It's also going to enable the South Africa energy coal business to operate safely and sustainably into the future for the benefit of its employees, customers, and local communities, consistent with the transformation agenda that we committed to in South Africa. Just moving on to, to how we see cash, you know, South 32 was established with a strong balance sheet back in 2015 when we listed. And over the past five years, we focused on really strengthening this balance sheet further. If we look back over the past five years, our portfolio has generated earnings in cash through the cycle, which talks to the resilience of the portfolio. We've been disciplined also in how we've allocated this cash, including improving our portfolio, returning it to shareholders and building our balance sheet. With net cash, no term debt, and an undrawn revolving credit facility, we currently have substantial liquidity to hand. Moving on to the capital management framework, our strategy is underpinned by a disciplined allocation of our capital management framework and our strong balance sheet. And we'd like to think that in the first part of the decade, you know, again, our industry was littered with poor allocation decisions. So when we started life, we realized that this was something that really would set us apart. And if you look at our capital management framework, we strolled strong to the belief that the combination of high operating leverage and undue financial leverage delivers a suboptimal outcome for the shareholders. Our framework firstly prioritized safe and reliable operations and also our investment grade credit rating. The next priority is to return a minimum of 40% of underlying earnings as ordinary dividends. And that is through our flexible dividend policy. Our framework then is designed so that all excess capital competes for a home in our business. These options could be further investment in our business and in new projects through acquisitions, greenfield exploration, share buybacks or special dividends. During the past five years, we've developed a very strong track record of returning excess cash to shareholders including 1.3 billion US dollars through our flexible capital management program that was returned in form of on-market buyback as well as special dividends. Combined with the 1.6 billion US dollars in ordinary dividends, we've returned approximately 40% of our current market capitalization to shareholders over the past five years. 
We've also, in the same time, invested in improving our portfolio. Ultimately, the development of these opportunities would also need to pass strict return profiles when we get to those final investment decisions. In that, those investment decisions, we overlay sovereign and operational risk. And we also include a long-term global carbon price in all of our capital allocation and investment decisions. And as we understand the rapid migration and consideration of, of environmental, social and government considerations and investment decisions, we think this is going to be a crucial issue for us in considering capital allocation as a business. This approach helps us to deliver on the intent of our framework, which is to grow the group's return on invested capital and cash value per share. The combination of our strategy, disciplined approach to capital management and strong financial position means that we're well-placed to navigate the potentially extended period of uncertainty caused by COVID-19. And I was very conscious in, this, in the discussion this morning, this again came up and, you know, we talk about the new normal, but there's no doubt that we have to be, create much more resilience in our, in our balance sheets as a company to consider the, the uncertain future. 